0: It's July 20th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver.
1: And I'm Chris Kotnor.
0: Our top story today? Russian President Vladimir Putin traveled to Tehran yesterday to meet with Iranian and Turkish leaders. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said improving relations with Iran was a long-term line of our foreign policy adding that a strategic cooperation deal will probably be signed in the coming months. Prior to the meeting, the national Iranian oil company and Russian gas producer Gazprom signed a memorandum of understanding about natural gas field exploration worth about $40 billion. While Turkey's presence at the meeting led some to hope for a breakthrough around grain exports from Ukraine, There was no progress reported.
1: Western weapons are now in action in the battle for Ukraine. But absorbing this new equipment, coming in dribs and drabs from different Western countries into the Ukrainian army, is proving a serious challenge. Donated weapons often use different ammunition and parts, despite NATO's attempts to standardize across the alliance. Maintenance for these new weapons is also a problem as the weapons are more complicated to operate and maintain than those the Ukrainian military have been using up to now. Because some of the donated artillery systems are provided in such small numbers, there aren't enough pieces to rotate in and out of the front line for maintenance, and therefore, they have to be withdrawn when they break down. While no one is arguing that these donations should stop, better coordination between donor countries would increase the effectiveness of those donations and ultimately the Ukrainian war effort.
0: The United States, through the U.S. Agency for International Development, has established a $100 million agricultural resilience initiative to bolster Ukrainian agricultural exports and to help alleviate the global food security crisis. Exacerbated by Putin's war on Ukraine. The $100 million is subject to availability of funds. The initiative will increase Ukrainian farmers' access to critical agricultural inputs, including seeds, fertilizer, equipment, and pesticides, enhance Ukrainian infrastructure capacity and capability to efficiently export agricultural goods, increase farmers' access to financing and expand the capacity of Ukrainian businesses to dry and temporarily store and process agricultural commodities. USAID seeks to raise an additional $150 million for the initiative from fellow donors and the private sector with an overall target of $250 million.
1: Elsewhere, Rano Wickram Singh was elected president of Sri Lanka on Wednesday by lawmakers in parliament, replacing Gotabaya Rajapaksa, who was pushed out of office last week by protesters who blamed him for the country's economic collapse. Once a vibrant economy with a solid middle class, Sri Lanka, an island nation of 22 million people, has been decimated. Government mismanagement and poor policy decisions compounded by the loss of vital tourism revenue during the pandemic and rising global prices, have essentially bankrupted the country. All those present among the 225-member parliament voted in a secret ballot to elect Mr. Wickram Singh, who will finish Mr. Rajapaksa's term, which ends in 2024. Italian
0: Prime Minister Mario Draghi has stepped back from resigning calling for a new pact to save his unity government from collapse. Six days after the president rejected his resignation, Mr. Draghi said it was impossible to ignore the many Italians calling for the coalition to survive. Mr. Draghi, the unelected ex-head of the European Central Bank, has led a unity government for 17 months and was due to step down next year ahead of elections early departure from the job could plunge the EU's third-biggest economy into early elections, delaying much-needed reforms as well as Italy's 2023 budget.
1: Environmental criminals in the Brazilian Amazon destroyed public forests equal the size of El Salvador over the past six years, yet the federal police, the Brazilian version of the FBI, carried out only seven operations aimed at this massive loss, according to a new study. The report says the lack of enforcement likely stems from the weak legal protection of these areas. Environmentalists have long pressed the federal government to turn these unallocated public forests into protected areas. The federal police didn't respond to an associated press email seeking comment about its strategy in the Amazon.
0: South Africa's corruption watchdog has said it will invoke subpoena powers to get answers from President Cyril Ramaphosa over the alleged concealment of a theft at his luxury farmhouse. In June, the watchdog opened a probe over potential breaches of the Executive Ethics Code after Ramaphosa was accused of bribing burglars to keep quiet about a February 2020 heist at his game farmhouse where it is alleged $4 million in cash was stolen. Ramaphosa has acknowledged the burglary, but has denied the alleged kidnapping and bribery, saying he reported the burglary to the police. He has also disputed the amount of money involved and said the cash came from legitimate sales of game from his
1: farm. Heat records tumbled and firefighters faced new blazes as much of Western Europe baked in a grueling heat wave. The UK saw temperatures of more than 40 degrees Celsius or 104 degrees Fahrenheit for the first time ever. In France, 64 different areas registered record high temperatures on Monday. Although the all-time high for mainland France had not been topped, the southwest of the country has experienced its biggest wildfires in more than 30 years. Since July 12th, fires have engulfed more than 20,300 hectares, or 49,400 acres, of the wine-growing Girondi region, and nearly 37,000 people have been evacuated from their homes. Cooler weather has now returned to the UK and France.
0: In lighter news, we have all heard mysterious noises in our home at one point or another, but one couple got the shock of a lifetime when they went to investigate an unusual noise and found an otter had trashed their home before jumping into their bed. It is believed the intruder squeezed through a pet gate designed to stop the couple's cat, Millie, from escaping. With the help of a man who they'd hired to clean their oven that day, they shooed the otter off their bed and down onto the carpet, but it was in no rush to leave, pausing to nose around a dresser before casually making its way down the hall and out the door. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, we spoke with Cecile Shea of the Chicago Council on Global Affairs about Shinzo Abe's assassination. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources, and tune into Deep State Radio, where yesterday, David Rothkoff spoke with David Sanger, Rosa Brooks, and Ken Gaddis about Biden's trip to the Middle East. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>